Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome new listeners to the Todd Glass Show. Before we get going, here's some stuff you should know. To tell if it's a bit or the truth from Todd. If he says potato salad or swear to God. Those expressions are comedic little darling. If Todd means the truth, he always says to George Carlin. And on the topic of bits, let's erase any doubt. Todd's almost always joking when he says, edit it out. The intro goes long, cause Todd's so big hearted. Other podcasts in before his get started. The intros are recorded on a phone, but don't worry. The audio of the show is at a higher quality. You know the Podcasters Association Voted the Todd Glass Show number one So welcome to the show It's Friday everybody, it's Friday, Friday Hong Kong, it's Friday It's Friday, it's It's the opening of the show It's Friday everybody, it's Friday coming at you It's Friday, Hong Kong Ooga! It's Friday! Friday! It's Friday! Coming at you! Super Saiyan, we're gonna get yourself a Friday extravaganza! Friday! That's right, John Brian Wagner's here on Friday! Hey, it's the Friday morning crew with Friday, and it's Friday! Hey, we're gonna send Hot Dog Larry down to the gas station to see me honk honk! That's right! Every time we say flush, we go, Ooga! Flush! Hey, we're gonna send down down! Ah! I just choked. Wow, that was a real that was a realization in some markets for many years, and I loved it. How are you? How are you? You're good. You are. You are. Okay. Listen. Um. It's very important that if you're with someone that you find uh, things that make you laugh. Can I tell you something that's nice to know if you're in a relationship right now and somebody that you're with laughs at all the same stuff you laugh at? If everything else stays good, that will never go away. It gets better. It really does. Maybe I should have an It Gets Better campaign for people that... uh, you know, miserable relationships? No, for people that are in happy relationships, but they wonder if the sense of humor is going to stay. The sense of humor stays. I was in a 14-year relationship, or 13, and um, that never went away. That was not our problem. Now, that sounds like not a good advocate for happy relationships. Ours ended, but you know what? <laughs> you, some people wish they could get along 
with their exes, with their current significant other, as good as I get along with my ex. I'm not saying I'm perfect in life by no means, but in that area, we should both be proud. We are both uh, incredibly uh, friendly still. More than that. There's more that's friendly. It sounds cold. But my point is that if you find somebody and they laugh at what you laugh at, you don't go, oh, yeah, but 10 years later. No, 10 years later, it can be even better. They know you. They know what makes you laugh. They know what makes you. So if you're with someone and you're not enjoying the Todd Glass show, I got an email today. It didn't work out to George Carlin. You can't uh, can't be in a relationship with someone if you... Bu- well, look, you don't have to enjoy everything the same, but it helps with some staples that you both enjoy. Someone can like a band and you don't like them. It's not the end of the world. But two bands, four podcasts, eight comedians, a TV... I don't know. I love you. Um, maybe somebody doesn't... Uh, some people need to hear their love. This could be where they're, you know, they could get it right here today. Their daily dose of love. Maybe in a very aggressive fashion. Hey, I love you, right? I fucking love you. I fucking love you. Hey, come on, I love you. Come on, I fucking love you. And I told you I loved you. I love you. I love you. I love you, you moron. Come on, I told you I fucking love you. I love the fuck out of you. You're special, you're kind, you're decent, even with all your imperfections. Deep down, your guts are good. And I fucking love you. I don't give a shit I've never met you. It doesn't matter. I know who you are. If you... Uh, happy birthday. Get the shit out of your ears. I fucking love you. Yeah, hey, hey, get the shit out of your ears. And maybe you'd hear how much we love you on the Todd Glass Show. Eric Olson loves you. Yeah, but you're too stupid to know it. Yeah. Hey, what's the matter? You're too stupid to know we love you? John Bramway did a George Carlin look after Eric said that. Like, oh, is that dangerous? Like, if we're throwing out, I love you, does that get... You're the one that said, get your shit out of your ears. Hey, I love you. <laughs> I got him. We love you. We love you. And I won't have it any other way. This should start out. What are you on the train? You're on the train listening to this. Shut up. Shut the fuck up. I know he does that thing where he there's probably more than one person on the train. But I'm on the goddamn train and Todd Glass just said he loves me cause, cause and, and he knew I was on the train. Wow. Yeah, there's a lot of people on the train today, but not in a blue jacket. Shut the fuck up! Shut the fuck up, I'm freaking out. Yes, I'm running up and down the train. People think I'm crazy. Excuse me, sir, what's your name? Larry. I I listen to a podcast, and this guy just said, I'm on the train wearing a blue jacket. I'm trying to read my paper. Sorry. (laughs) Wow, this is an opening. Can I tell you something on today's show? It's a part two with Chris Farron. It was a lot of fun. But I think I had some, like, sometimes when we're making these jokes, I forget that the core of what makes me laugh is of when you, maybe this will help you realize where I had trepidation on some parts of today's show. And then next week's too, which will be part two, which I let Aristotle decide where he splits it. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm talking about. So uh, the core of what makes me laugh is being able to have the sense of humor. I want the depth of an older person. As we get older, we get more depth. You meet an 80-year-old, they have wisdom. Yes. 
But the core of what makes me giggle is sometimes of what makes uh, 15-year-olds, maybe 13-year-olds. <laughs> you know, when you're with your friends and you're just away from your fucking parents... You can do whatever you want. You can make jokes about your mom. You know what I'm talking about. So that's what makes me laugh. So then when I do it, sometimes I feel like, what am I doing? But I had a great time on today's show. I'm exhausted from that opening. Wow. So that's it. Any last words, Eric Olson? Cantaloupe. Any last words, John Brand Wagner? Trains. Do you have any, uh, uh, we're all going to go out and see John Wagner perform one night, but we're not going to tell him. Right? So on behalf of Todd Glass. John Brad Wagner at Olson Eric on Twitter. We love you and you're special and you're great. And I want you to feel good because you know what? There is the plus side of dealing with any of your issues is that when it's good, it's really good. And you know that. So let that soak in. If it's mentionable, it's manageable. All right. Enjoy the show. Hey, guys. Todd would never mention this himself because he gets, well, he he wouldn't want me to tell you this, but he gets really self-conscious sometimes. And so... I thought maybe, you know, I could send him some love on Twitter because that is uh it's a big uh, it cheers him up. It makes him feel good. So tweet at Todd Glass and let him know you love him. Now entering nerdist.com. Are you plugged in? No. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. I don't have a I didn't bring a Hmm, professional. Or... Why don't you record this part? Are you recording this, uh, Aristotle? Oh, he's got one. Aristotle, are you recording this? Yeah, no. Good. His, uh, Chris Farron should know. He comes in here with a lot of demands. This is our cold opening, by the way, it turned into. Oh, no. Everybody heard everything. No. The way you just said to me, uh, tell, tell uh, shit boy over there. What? <laughs> We're going to edit that in. We're going to edit it in? <laughs> yeah, we have ways. We take every <laughs> word you say. We can switch it in the different sentences. Oh, wow. so I didn't say it. How about this is a cold opening? It's good already. People are like, this is a cold opening? Yeah. I thought it was the show. No, this is a, a thing you hear. It's a cold opening. It means you, we come in because one point we just turn the mics on and we go, you come in with a cold opening. That's not the start of the show. Just people get what happens right before they start. Now they know. Now they know. That's why we do the cold openings because people want to know. I get letters. Um, what happens before the cold open? Oh, uh, you don't want to know. I don't want to know. <laughs> ice. <laughs> we were thinking about ice. having, a, 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 what, what is it? I ice the whole room down. Oh. I want the room to be so cold that not only do I uh, ice myself down, I have everyone else ice down to lower their body temperature. Right. And then I uh, come into this room and we, have to, we actually have some heaters on today. This is a cold opening. This is like, what? Okay. So let's not do the cold opening anymore. And okay. let's, uh, this might even be a double. Brace yourselves. I mean, this is going to be a big show, folks. So Chris Farron is here. I mean, come on. Let's give it. A- wow. Wow. Isn't that cool? That's you like that? Cool. Yeah, that's what I do when I give a shit about a guest. Chris Farron is here. Huh? Yeah, Chris wow. Farron is here. God wow. damn it. Chris Farron is here. Wow. JJ's wailing away over there. I'm going to punch him in his face. No, it's a birthday present. I didn't want to. It was a surprise. (laughs) 
That's my way of saying that I think every, every always cannot. You know, I heard myself say last week on the trumpet. Uh, you know, I always say every fucking time I love it. And then I go, stop saying it. It's getting annoying. So this is the last time I'm going to say it. But I wanted to celebrate it. Can I get a big hit to celebrate it? Can I get a big hit? <laughs> Wow. Oh, I love it. Shut the fuck up, right? Seriously, go punch him in his face and take his trumpet, hit him over the head with it. No, it's our way. Look, I saw the movie Whiplash, and I know how you have to train you guys. <laughs> you can't just find a complimentary way to train people with a, with a, with a book if you would read a book. If, a do- if you went to a therapist that studied children and you said, I want my child to feel fucking loved but fucking disciplined. But I also want them to play the trumpet or drums. Is there any way I could do it without uh, throwing, a, throwing a cymbal at their head? <laughs> They're going to go, nope. You, hey, did you see the movie Whiplash? You can only train people if the guy is turned into a good musician and he got hit. That means it's right. Yeah. You can't argue around that. Yeah. Jesus. Give me, give me a big hit over here. Wow. And I shut it off like Wayne Newton. Do you like that? Yeah. Look at that. Here's how Wayne Newton does it. He goes on. Off. Wow. Wow. All right. I'm, this is not a professional show. It is. Yes, That's it the truth. Thank you. That's what I'm trying to trick Sponsors. people. Sponsors. So, uh, uh, another big hit. Eric Olson is here, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> what the? F- wow. This is a fun. Duncan Carey is here. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> oh, in the middle of all this. Now nah, we'll do it later, but give another. Aaron Simon is here. Ladies and Aaron Simon is here. Aaron Simon is here. It's not these other shit podcasts. Oh, here's the guest, and they're sitting at this show. If you're going to sit in this room, you're going to get some of this. You're going to get some of that. I'm going to wake people up. Wow. One more blow right from the trumpet. Wow. Nice. This is my new show. This is what I do. I have wow. a nervous breakdown and I record it. Um, so let's start, uh, let's start the show. Let's do it up. Right. Duncan Carey and J.J. Kirkpatrick. He falls asleep, I shit you not. Look, look at him. We play a million jingles for our boss, Chris Hardwick. Asshole. Todd, Todd, Todd. Wow, that's the way you open a show. That's you're gonna do that. 
or you're going to fucking go home. Wow, I got some kick in me tonight. I got a little... Uh, ah! Wow, I have one of those five-hour energy drinks. Whoa! Ah, I got a little... Ah! Ah. Anyway, I didn't have a, I did have a five hour energy, but I don't recommend them. I had a half of one. If you must, well, I don't act like I'm doing two an and a half hour that. energy. But you, what? Two and a half hour energy. I had a two and a half hour. Uh, f- uh, yes, I had a half of a two. Uh, half of a five hour energy would be a two and a half hour energy. Yes. Yes would be the answer. So <laughs> I do horrible in a game show. Let's play, Chris. Uh, let's just get the niceties out of the way. We're glad you're here. Thank you. You look. Uh, you, are you? You. Th- Aww. Oh, thank you so much. How about uh, Aaron Simon? Remember him from last summer? Yeah. Wasn't he great? Wow. Ask him a question to show you remember him about the time you and him. Fuck. What? <laughs> what? Well, hi. Hello, operator? Hello. Um, let's play Chris in. Let's, let's give him an answer. can't die. You can get it on iTunes. What? Sparrin can't die. You can get it on Amazon. Chris Farron can't die. You can get it on Google Play. Chris Farron can't Sorry. die. You can hear it on Spotify. Chris Farron here tonight. Hanging out on the Tiger Show. Let's do it upright. It's Chris Farron, everybody. Hanging out to We're not fucking around. We got the lights out. The bubble machine's blazing. Get ready for this. Farron can't die. It's your album for 2017. Reaper! What? Wow. What? What? Love it. Well, thank you. Now we relax. Where's the bubbles? Oh, it's a oh there of, they are. I guess what? I gotta get a new bubble machine. There's I'm not one. joking around. Not to complain. Fuck. You know, I don't want to go tell that story to people that are sick in the hospital. <laughs> uh, listen, you know what? I have a bubble machine I can't get. Oh, we thought we had it bad. Thanks for coming by and telling your story. Um, so there's that. My headphones are on. Chris, good to see you. Good to see you. Thanks for having me. The other shows are so mad. Because they're like, how's he do all that? And then he just does like a regular talk to talks. He plays. Yeah. Ah, the letters I get. I got a let. I got a brick thrown for, through my window in my house. Really? True story. A brick. Uh huh. From I don't want to say the podcast, but a brick. It said, uh, "Why do you, now you're going to just do straight up?" Mark Maron did it. <laughs> wow. No, Mark Maron did it. And I swear to God, it's true. Why would I make this up? You still, some people don't think you should play with Swear to God. That's why I still think it feels a little naughty. Yeah. To actually, because I've set up the rules on this show to not have to abide by that. Right. But you know what? I think, like, I, I'll tell you what. I've, I, I lie. People, I lie. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm going to say people lie. Why put it on everyone else? Um, <laughs> I lie just like everybody else. Uh, as I get older, I realize that it doesn't do me well, and I rethink things as I, you know, and, and you go, well, this is going to... Because a lot of times for me, it's not obviously lies that I'm stealing things. Right. It's lies of uh, you don't want to hurt someone's feelings. Sometimes it starts that way. Or you don't right. want to deal with the truth. So there's those type of lies, too. And they're not always vicious, cruel lies. But you realize, you know, you know eventually you pay the price for those. So just deal with it now. Don't try to... And then there's other lies, just, you know, flat-out lies. Yeah. My point is, I'm a fucking liar, and I turned this show off. No, I thought I was going in there for a compliment for myself and make a side note that I'm not perfect, and then I wallowed in how what a thief I was. <laughs> I mean, I was just supposed wow. to pass by that. Um, what was I talking about? 
You're a liar. No, really? That's the only part you... Oh, Mark Marin threw a brick through my window. And then I said, I swear to God. Right. It's fun to play with the... Yeah, because you yeah. still shit... Like, you know, on stage sometimes when I do it, if it's so absurd, like there were two pigeons sitting yeah, in the fun. first row. I wouldn't do it with anything else, because I get it. Out there in the culture, that word... It's just like, on your children... Oh, what I meant with all those lies that I will make, and I will be honest that I make lies, I can't swear on my mom. I can't. It just, yeah. it's, I don't believe that it's going to be anointed from somebody upstairs just for my own self-worth or, you know, say someone was in the hospital. Those are one. But, you know, white lies, I can, I can make those. So, anyway, for what that is worth. Um, mm-hmm. Are you going to tell us it. about the brick? The brick. Thank you. At least Aristotle pays attention. So, the, I swear to God, this goes all back to that. Right. Uh, I swear to God, this is true. This is true. I can, can I stop? And I swear to the good Lord above. I believe you. So I'll do that in my show sometimes. I'll go, there were two pigeons sitting in the first row last <laughs> night. I swear to God. Sometimes you can tell the people are like, you swore to God. I'm like, well, there were two pigeons. <laughs> Whatever you want to believe. There weren't pigeons, ma'am. Yeah. I picture it's a lady, even though this never happens. Yeah. Um, so uh, the but, mark, the, the brick comes through the window. Yeah. It says, oh, now you do. I was... Talk about jealousy, how we'll eat your guts. Yeah. I'm, uh, we're having one, like, two-minute serious conversation with Eliza Skinner. He must have heard it. Right. He, oh, now you do serious interviews, yeah. stuff like I'm like, Mark, relax, right? Yeah. Fuck, there's room for everybody. That's what Jay Leno used to say. There's room for everybody. Look what Doesn't happened he say he created you? He, Mark Maron says he's your Stephen Fine Arts. <laughs> well, Steve... <laughs> <laughs> Steve Fine Arts had created Eddie Pepitone. Oh, yeah? I think that's rude that he says it that way. I think he helped his career, but I don't think he... Like, he was like, created him. But yeah. like in a lab? In a lab, yeah. Imagine oh, making wow. Eddie Pepitone. First of all, you start with saltines, I guarantee it. <laughs> ah, come on! Ah! Give me a little something over there! <laughs> wow. Wow. All right, so let me slow down. I have things I want to... I have a few things. I don't do that that often oh, anymore. Is there anything you want to ask me? No. Weren't you... Where, where, <laughs> where, where were you, uh, you... You toured around for a while, yeah, right? Yeah, I've been on tour for like three months. And no, were you were, by yourself or with you with your uh, wife some of the time or all the no, time? No, almost none of the time. All the none My of the time? My wife flew out to visit no, me at like kind of the halfway mark. Oh, she did? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. And the only... What, what's Duncan laughing at? I what did he say? I whispered my wife. My wife. Oh, my wife. Okay. Um, um, she came and visited. Very rude, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Play a honking sound. No. Uh, I'm kidding. Uh, the, only, the only time she could come visit me was uh, in, when I was in Columbus, Ohio. Like, I went all these crazy cool places. Uh, cool places, and she... And she could only see me on Columbus, Ohio on election day. Wow. Do you think she secretly wants to see you fail? Uh, no, it's a, I've, that's a Howard Stern quote. That's something how you can picture Howard Stern asking. <laughs> Do you think she just did, just in case it stirs something up? But um, so uh, that was just the only time she could get off. So yeah, it, we yeah. were all like, "Hey, she like, listens." I know that you weren't, but we were all really bummed out that Donald Trump won the presidency. Yeah, of course, that was a, that was like the worse than nine eleven. The, the best, same, best day of the equal. Life. They're both great. <laughs> <laughs> the guy gets nervous. <laughs> And so it was just 9/11 they're both uh, they they're, they're both they're 9/11 and Donald Trump they're both good. They're both great. They're bad. Donald Trump is great. I mean they're both bad. I mean Donald Trump's bad and 9/11's bad. Don't bring up 9/11 no more. Why you got to bring it up it's over. I mean it'll never be forgotten. I mean it's not we're still dealing with it. I mean oh good night everybody. Oh my run is over at the MGM. 
Um, so, uh, so out of all the places you came, where was where's the place you were hoping that she would show up? Like you, you know, when you're with when you when you're in a relationship and you're basically with somebody you care about or love or whatever it is. There's in betweens. You don't have to be at love yet. But when you're somewhere where you're like, fuck, this would be so much better if they were here. It was cool. I was in Copenhagen for. Where's like, that at? Uh, it's in Denmark. And that was really nice. That was awesome. How long yeah. were you there for? I was there. That was the very end of the tour. So I spent like four extra days there, just kind of wandering around. And did you? Uh, did you? Were most places uh, enjoyable? Yeah. yeah. So no, no. Were there any horrors? Like one where you just they don't. Uh, Columbus, Ohio. Ooh, you want to say it because we've got a lot of listeners there. You want them to go buy and uh, I don't believe in no, violence. The, the, the show is great. Oh, the show it was is just great. a bad. You didn't like day. the promoter. What, no, do you know? what happened promoter. with the promoter there? You won't no, talk no, about no, it. No, no, he's I'm, great. I'm learning new interview skills. Watch this. No, you can talk about it. You're not saying he's a bad guy, but what happened with the money? Something oh, happened with the no, money? No, 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 no. I'm just no, kidding. No, in case he no, listens. No, no. You're, I didn't you're deserve right. it. You're right, because you're right. You never know on a half a percent chance you don't want this. Yeah. It wasn't the promoter. What was it? The money. The money. Wow. Yeah. Jesus. I didn't know you. Uh, they said you were hard to deal with. I have. Who said I, that? I have the promoter on the line. <laughs> oh my god! You're taking his side. <laughs> well, no, but he just called me. He goes, "I got to be honest." Uh, th- is that promoter? Hello. Hello. Hey. So what were you? I, I just wanted to hear your side of it about Chris. So you say you're you you're from Ohio, right? Yeah. And what what did Chris do? What were some of the demands he made? He came in and he said, "What's the Wi-Fi password?" <laughs> he didn't talk to you guys. He said. Hey, what's the Wi-Fi password? Wow, and then I told him what the Wi-Fi. Now, password. Chris, come here. Come to the mic, Chris. Don't just say what. what is, is that Trudy? Did you walk in yes. and just go? Well, what, I said hello. Say, no, no. I said God bless did he, you. Did he say? He hold sneezed? on, sir. What's your name again? What's your name? Venison. Yes, that's right. I see you. Venison. <laughs> what did he say? God bless you. You would remember that because not everyone. The Dennis. Did he say God bless you? Dennis. Dennis. Venice. Oh, Venice. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Did he say God bless you? Yeah. He did say God bless he you. He said Gesundheit. Okay, well, that's... That's uh, not true. Uh, Ven- I don't know what that means. Venice. 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 Is it Venice with a B? A. Okay. A. Did you... N. Hold on. N. I don't need the whole spelling. I, <laughs> I don't need the whole... C. I know. E. I, I just need the first uh, first letter. That's all. Um, did you... Uh, did he say God bless you or Gesundheit, Venice? Yes. Chris, come back. Chris, come over what? here. What? Is this? Why is this guy? I, I, I'm starting to side with you. With me? Well, if you said, if you said, uh, I, I any, walked any, in. Any I said, God bless of, you. You said, God bless you. Why uh-huh. do you say that? That seems old. He sneezed. School. Oh, he sneezed. He's sick. Venice. What? Did you sneeze when he walked in? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I hang up on this guy. Yeah, let's hang up on this guy. So rude. Oh, I like the way it makes the sound. Um, anyway, Bennis seems like a nice guy. There's a great name. I'm going to have your shirt made. Can I tell you the last time we had a wise ass? Like you, I have a story to tell. Would you like to hear it? Would you yeah. mind playing some background guitar music while I make fun of you? <laughs> I'd be happy uh, thank you so much. A lot of guests won't. So we had a gentleman in here. Oh, you got to plug it in. I heard that before. Ew. No, my mom. No. What? When she fucks guys. I want to be a cool oh, show. True. I got to talk like that. You got to talk like that if you want a hip show. John Brand Wagner, do we say hi to you? Well, I want in case your mom listens. That's an email. (laughs) Oh, geez. The next email I need. Hi. And by the way, we talked about your grandmother on the opening of the last show. Did she hear it? Wow. I want to say more nice things. Um, 
But, but you can't she, think there's, of any? there's a court order. <laughs> no, I got a cease and desist letter from her attorney today. She thought I was winking at her. Um, so uh, I want to say something to you about your uh, Bennis that okay. you decided to go with. Uh huh. Now you said you'd give me a little background music. Like, of course. Okay. There was a gentleman. May I get some reverb in here? There was a gentleman sitting right where you were one night, and this is a true story to George Carlin. Every part of this story is true. Maybe my tone is a different tone, but the story is true. Well, this gentleman and we were playing a game called What If You Were Going Through the Security and they asked your name and you had to lie. What's, what's a name you would say? And the gentleman sitting right where you said, you know, just like you had to come up with a name and a bit. And he said, Paul Sandwich. I go, really? That's a name that you would think would not raise any red flags at the border is the example we were talking about. You want to go with Paul? Because he thinks just because he can blurt out a name that it counts as a name. No, it's, it, I mean, and that, that's the way the whole thing started. I said, because he was coming up with a name for a bit, and then we said, well, that doesn't fit if you were going over the border with that fly. That, to me, means it's a good name. If you were using it to go over the border, would it not raise any red flags? He goes, yeah, Paul Sandwich would. Well, here's where the story takes a little turn. So I went down to the, to the Grove where they have embroidery, and I got a shirt, and I had it engraved. And it says, Paul Sandwich, on a jacket. A hoodie, to be perfectly honest. Yeah. Why would I lie about that? Well, maybe I don't want people to, to think rich. I'm buying a hoodie. Exactly. <laughs> like all the rich hoodie people. Um, so I went, and I have a shirt, a, ja- a sweat, uh, uh, hoodie. a hoodie, and it says, Paul Sandwich, <laughs> in big blue letters. And I, had, and, he, and I make him wear it. Well, I don't make him wear it. He likes wearing it. So you bought him a gift? That says Paul Sandwich. Yes, that is the point of that story. Oh, wow. that would you like a fucking gift? Okay, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll do it to you too. Oh, cool. Thanks. I'll buy everybody a goddamn gift. You can't stop me. <laughs> well, anyway, that's all I'm saying. So, guess what? Look for your. Um, you won't remember it. Oh, You'll you want to bet? How yeah. much you want to bet? How much? Bennis? You don't think I'll remember Bennis? The audacity to go, that guy. That's like the bit we used to have with Todd and Dodd. The guy, we had a waiter. His name was Dodd. We're like, really? The whole life? Todd. Dodd. Well, then change it. But then I think of people with the most interesting names that are famous, and you, you're, for some reason you're proud of your name. I do get it. It's your yeah. name. It, it's still with all this, but I don't know. We read an email today from a guy with two names that was, like, ridiculous. Like, stop it already. What was it? What's his name? I don't want to say it. <laughs> I don't want to say it. Was it me? Oh, was Lord, it me, Lord? Um, so anyway, I wanted to say hello. Hi. And welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Well, you know what? You do your, you're fun. Um, oh, God. We're at the border. What's your name? John Boz. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, we're at the border. What's your name? Stens. Excuse me? Stens. All right, can you move over to the right, please? Already, I got your handcuffed. Oh, uh, our, I got the trash bag handcuffs Lars. around you. Lars. It's not. No, no, you don't keep spooting out Lars. names. No, you can't. You can't keep. You're done hey. already. You're okay. there already. Damn. Okay, come on through. Do you think that's what's going to happen you. by your third day? Yeah. <laughs> I'll be the dumb security guy. <laughs> or whatever, the, the, the border patrol. Yeah. Did I ever tell you I wanted to get a parrot and teach it how to go, I'm not even a real cop. <laughs> and then you, when it goes through immigration, when the animals have to be in quarantine, yeah. you have a parrot in there going, I'm not even a real cop. I work in quarantine. Loser. <laughs> But then I, the reason I – you could do that, actually. You could get a bird and train it to say that sp- clearly. The only reason I wouldn't – and I'm being serious. If I had a lot of money, first of all, probably having birds in captivity is not the right thing. But before I knew that, 
I would have done it except for one reason that uh, I, I'm serious. Like you can get the bird, you try, ah, you know, whatever. You can think of fun things. You and your friends, you write them, you give them to the trainer, you email them. I want them to learn these seven things. Yeah. Give them to me in six months. Then you go to San Diego, you take some trip where he's going to have to be quarantined purposely. Maybe you hook a camera up to his cage and he goes, I don't even have a real uniform. Ah, I wanted to be a cop. Ah. The reason I wouldn't do that is because mostly would laugh, most people. You get one dumb fucking wannabe cop in there with kills. a billy club. I hit the thing over the head. Yeah, it kills the bird. Yeah, and he goes, fuck you. <laughs> also sounds like a lot of work. Well, not for me. I have my assistant call the bird place, get the bird ordered. I don't do a thing. That's why I'm saying if you don't have, if you have money, if you have like whatever. I say there's a million people I can think of their money, but I can go as... In close to the comedy community, guys like Will Farrell or guys like Drew Carey who have money to play, you know, they're not, they're set. They're not like, um, if you're not doing that, like, I'll give you another thing I would do. Just get a C. I said this in my act, but I, to George Carlin, mean this. If I had the money, I would do it. Give someone a seeing eye dog, you train it for them. Like, sometimes someone needs a seeing eye dog, they don't have the money. So you basically pay for a dog to go through school, and then that dog is given to somebody. And that is right. what you, if you have that type of money, that's a lot of money. But people do stuff like that. Just before it goes, yeah, teach it to walk on its hind feet also. A good walk on its hind feet. Not like people teach their dogs and takes three steps and it falls right. over. You know, those dogs that are trained by trainers, they walk on their hind feet like it's nothing. Yeah. And then you give, and wouldn't it be fun if you had a dog and you're blind? Blind people have a sense of humor, and plus it could do it. Right. And once in a while you teach it, you have a code, you have a command, and it walks on its hind feet. Right. And then, and then uh, you know it's doing it because you can feel the way with right. where you're holding on. And then you go, no. You'd say no like he's not supposed to do it. No. He goes, huh, he wants to walk on his hind feet like me. People are like, that's adorable. <laughs> or anything you want to do. You don't have to do that whole skit. You just teach it to walk on its hind feet. Once in a while, you walk down the street, you give it the command, it yeah. gets up on its hind feet. People are like, what the fuck? If you're not doing that, then what are you doing? <laughs> I don't know. I, do whatever you want that's with your money. Point. I'm tired of Drew Carey. <laughs> give him, leave me alone. Um, so uh, I'm going to get to you in a second. Thank you. Michael, uh, towel, warmer, my, towel warmer Michael. We had a gentleman. This is this towel warmer you're looking at right here. And um, it's great. It really is great. And uh, he came to the show and he was great. And we, what was the drink we were drinking? The, the, his, uh, O-Y-O. What? O-Y-O. Are you having a seizure? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were having a seizure. I was going to have uh, John Brand Wagner. O-Y-O. Yes, I see you over there. What is he holding up? Aaron Simon's holding up a sign. Mention my grandmother again. Aaron, <laughs> come on. That's inappropriate. That's very oh, inappropriate. Come oh, on. That's just in a... Oh, that's just... That's not... It's a podcast. Yeah, it's a podcast. We can't be giving shout-outs. I mean, we loved your grandmother... But, but that, that dinner, that dinner was unbelievable. That was a good Heard dinner. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Was, Even I was there. Oh yeah, the roast beef the was so wow. good. Yes, roast and then they had the, the, the lamb was so good. The lamb was really good. Oh, and the lemon bars. Somebody brought lemon bars. They were so delicious. And then there was a clean dish of like with uh, uh, some uh, Brussels sprouts that were delicious. So many wonderful things. And the dessert there was all ice creams. And then there was uh, oh this uh, I don't know what it was, but it was so. Delicious. They were like these little, the little circle can, uh, circle Danish, and you put them in your mouth. They were crunchy. They were creamy, and it was so organized. Everything ran perfectly. There wasn't a piece of dirt anywhere to be found in that house. Like everything was comfortable and relaxed, and everybody felt at home. It wasn't like it felt like someone was chasing you around cleaning. But they would straighten up. If someone dropped on the ground, she'd be there picking it up. I saw her hit one of the help in the head with a rake. 
for she buying said you better out of all clean of these quicker. <laughs> oh my god, this is embarrassing. It's his mom is on the phone. She wants well, Aristotle, she wants to why are we talking about Oh no, this just hold on, hold on, hold on. This has to stop. This has to stop. It's your mom on the phone and she's mad. Aristotle, am I right in what I'm reading here in front of me on the screen? Yep. Yeah, because I have a cutout screen in my desk because it's a real show. I'm not like other shows. There's a cutout screen, and it's tilted up towards me, and Aristotle sends me notes. That's what the fucking real show is. That's why there's a divider between us. Yes. A lot of shows, they don't have dividers. You ever see it? They just sit at the table. It's like, oh, I'm the producer. Really? Because he's sitting at the table with us. Yeah. No, he's in a room behind a glass wall. Sure. That's true. Sure. I like a nice visual gag. Thank you. <laughs> well, the listeners know what it is because they see it. I did yeah. it for you. And if you wouldn't have gotten in the way of me understanding the way the dynamics of a podcast work, you would have had a good laugh at hey, it yourself. Hey, come on. No, no. Hey, what you did. Todd. No. What? What? Todd. You just did. I had a sight gag for you. I, and you decided. No, to, I've seen I'm it before. I've seen it before. Where'd you see it? Here. No, you didn't. I've been here four uh, times. I asked you if you were here today to George Carlin on the phone, and you said no. What? You didn't talk to me on the phone today. Well, I talked to you. Uh, I, who did I talk you to then? You say George Carlin. No, to George Carlin. I'm being honest. I thought so. Didn't I ask you if you've... I said, have you ever been to the new studio? And you said no. No. No? I've been here. I've been here three times. Absolutely. Oh, my God. Who was I talking to then? You're right. But George Carlin doesn't mean... That <laughs> no, I know, I know. I purposely no, I know, I think know. I'm... Yeah, people listening go, no, he can say to George Carlin. Because now I'm thinking... You were talking he, to Lachlan. You're right. Lachlan Patterson. La- That's La- not a real name. Lachlan. You made that name up. Lachlan, you're going to have to go over to the side. Lachlan I'm arresting Patterson. you. Uh, he really, Lachlan. really gave Lachlan it Lachlan Patterson's him. not making it through the border. No. Nope. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know who is Give him a sting. Give him a Chris Farron sting when he says something like that. Chris Farron. Chris Farron. He's on the Todd Glass Show today. Chris Farron. Chris Farron, he's on the Todd Glass Show today. He's on the Todd Glass Show today! Oh, that's a spicy, uh, spicy meatball. Harris Whittles had a joke once. It made me laugh so hard. He goes, he told a joke and he goes, now that's a spicy joke. (laughs) (laughs) And I said, I wanted him, I wanted to use him in Tempe. And I, I, I asked him, I go, do that joke every night. I go, I love that joke. He goes, I'll do it twice for you. I'm like, thank you. I appreciate that. And then we, uh, we went out and fucked a golden retriever. Oh, my God. Well, he was, he was fun. Um, so anyway, why did I do that? Because it's the type of edgy comedy that I deliver. Nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I deliver edgy comedy. All right, so we're doing good. Everything's in order. We, uh, we got, uh, oh, his mom. <sighs> what happened? She's still on hold. Um. She's mad because she we're mad talking mad? about his grandmother. Hello? Oh, put, hello? Hello? Yeah, hi. How you doing? Rosemary. Rosemary? It's me. Hi, Rosemary. Hi. Okay. This is... Okay, Rosemary. I'm going to... You're on, you're on the podcast. I'm mad. We're, you know you're on the podcast, right? No. Well, you are. Well, okay. Okay. We... we, we <laughs> How you, do we know it's really Rosemary? No, it is. What's it's your son? Me. Come on. Yeah, it's, oh, it uh, it's her. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. Her. Yeah. it's her. Yeah, she said that must be her. Oh, I know. Why would she lie? Why would she? Why would you lie? Right? Yeah, yeah definitely. Lie. It's definitely her, everybody. Yeah, it's definitely. It's her. It's definitely that sounds Rosemary. like her. Absolutely one hundred. Hold on, we have a detect. We have a detective on the line who's been. Uh, we bring in the three way. You are a detective. You can tell me that you did a search. Is this definitely John Brand Wagner's mom, Rosemary Jerry, the detective? That's. 
definitely his mom. Oh, it's still you. Okay, so it is you. So what's the problem? Uh, she, I you want us to I mention you I more? I want you to talk about me, not the uh, grandmother. Well, Come on. Well, hold on. Come hold on. Hold, Todd? Listen. Come the, the, on. Don't. Ma- Mary. Please. Mary? Rose, Mary. Okay. First of all, we can't. We first of all, we love you. You're oh, great. I don't. Come I don't. On. I don't. I don't we, we're just talking about his grandmother for a minute. Oh, well, talk about me for two minutes. <laughs> I mean, Is okay, that okay? We'll, we'll, we'll talk. Is that so hard? Well, don't to be, talk about. Don't be rude. I'm gonna do two it. Two minutes, you dumb fuck. Now why do? You, whoa, that's you're not, dumb. No, that's no. Not, come no. on, you're dumb. Is this definitely? Ro- hold on, hold on. Is this absolutely? Is this? Uh, Aristotle has a special meter that all the um, uh, all the people are given. Now, Aristotle, I see him opening it up with an old-fashioned key that looks like to a jail Whoa, cell from 1930. This is the crazy. type of. Oh, you're tracing the call. He's tracing the call. Is it. is that you, you know to to uh, George Global? <laughs> George Global. George okay. Global. Yeah. We, <laughs> Who's George Global? Well, that's the point. I told him to stop that Gold, shit act right. he was doing. He wouldn't listen to me. I'm kidding. In case there's a George Global fan. Um, well, he's probably he, he's a he's a, a comedian. Goble. George Goble. I know George Goble. He's a fucking dick. Oh come on! He Why sucks. are you going mean, Mary? He's Rosemary? a hack. No, he was funny. Can, can I ask you a question? Comedian. He was actually probably very funny. He's a hack comedian. What do you do for a living? Why what? don't you change this? I'm be, a cop. Have her. <laughs> <laughs> I want Rosemary now to be overly nice. Oh. That's what's great about improv. Rosemary, what do you call him for? Who do I call what for? This is positive. <laughs> That's your that's your improv. I said I want her to be positive, meaning like nice. She's well, what did you say? I, I even I didn't understand what you said. <laughs> <laughs> you said what did you call him for? Call who for? Call me for? Oh, call you for? Yeah. I just wanted to say I'm a big fan of the podcast. <laughs> oh, thank you. Hold on. You know what I realized the problem is? I need my headphones on to appreciate this bit. Oh. Now I know how the people. It to Can George Carlin, me? it changes everything. Because now you sound like you're on a phone. Yeah. I didn't have my headphones on. I feel bad for anybody in the room without headphones. It really does. Headphones. What, is this show worth it? Anyway, <laughs> I'm having a nervous breakdown. All right, let's, let's get out of this bit. Hello? Yes. <laughs> uh, I'm on hold. Oh, hi. Is this still Rosemary? Yeah. All right, well, I got to run. Um, all right. All right. I'll call you later. You promise? Yeah. <laughs> what time? Well, come on. Well, what time? Okay, everybody, I should tell you, we're dating. And I told her, I said, don't call the show, because when you ask questions... Surprise! Don't say surprise. Oh. Okay, I'll be home at 9 o'clock. You're coming here? Yes. All right. Are you hungry? Um, (laughs) I could... Are you uh, hungry? I I have stew. Oh, that's... I have pizza. All right, that's great, that's great. And I can put wine on. Put what? (laughs) Put wine on. I told you don't talk about this in front of your son because huh? it, makes, it makes your son uncomfortable. He's right there. He's, we're doing the show. Oh, the podcast? Yeah, don't talk about anything weird. Oh, no, 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 no. Do you, not, do you want me to wear the... Oh, please. Please, Rosemary. Do you want me Rosemary, to? Stop. Do you want me to? Rosemary, stop. I only have stop. two more days with it. What? I, I have to return it. You return the lingerie. All right. Let's not talk about this on the air, okay? All right. All right, bye. I love you. Um.
I love you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can do better than you, Rosemary. Oh, come on. Yes. Who? You ever, well, look, who? 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 Anybody, if I walk around the mall. What? The Grove? Yeah. The Americana? Anywhere. I'm not saying, you know, somebody, I look, this is getting mean. I don't like this bit anymore. Should we just, do we have something appropriate for right now? <laughs> run, 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 run from the bit. Run, 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 run from, from the bit. Run, 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 run away from me. Sometimes you get weirded out in the middle of bits, but it's all right. People, can I tell you the thing that is most powerful, That not powerful, but uh, yeah, yeah, in the way of taking advice. And I got another one last week, and it really does make a difference. It's like, it really makes a difference, you know. Uh, the one where it says, you know, a lot of times I'll be having fun. I go, whenever I'm having this much fun, I worry that it's horrible. <laughs> like when I'm just letting my guard down and just like I'm in a fort with my friends. That's the way I like to look at it. Like you're in a fort right. with your friends and you're 13 and you're playing radio. And whenever I feel like, God damn it, it's just like that. I think, oh, my God, it must suck because I let go of thinking what I'm doing and just. Oh, and so somebody always says, when you think that, if you say you're having fun, we're having fun. Yeah. Every time you say that. And I remember that. It sticks in my head. So um, there's that. Yeah. It's a mantra I say to myself. Yeah. Now they're like, well, you can pick it up a little. <laughs> what if there's someone, pick it up a little. When I say it's all right, I'm trying to be nice, but still you got to sweat and get better. Uh, so uh, how do you say the D-E-M-I? Demi. Demi. We're sending some love your way, huh? Right. Huh? Give him a little, you know, uh, give him a little, like a boom. <laughs> Uh, get, come on, give, give, give him a little more than that. Uh, give him one more. That's right. How do you like that? All right, Michael the Tap. Michael, so we got, what type of liquor is it? O-Y-O. O-Y-O. I'm going to say the same thing I said before. We got it today as a Christmas present from Michael the Towel Warmer guy. I'm sure in, in uh, like when, Brown, when Brawny teams up with Honda to get people a paper towel, what do you call that? You and our partners over yeah, it. Partners. I'm sure they're, and I'm sure the people at the... Uh, Oh, Yeah, uh, it was from them, too, obviously, and it was great. And they got some really cool bottles and a big bag of Skittles. Skittles? Yeah, right? Nothing. Oh, he teamed up with his partners at Skittles? He teamed up with his partners at Skittles. (laughs) (laughs) Are there different flavors in the Skittles? Uh, Yes. Oh, there are? Oh, great. That'll be a game we'll be playing when we take a break. We got a bowl of Skittles. We're going to see if you can guess what flavor they are. Eric said, well, ask. Why would we t- take a break? We should do that on air. No, no, I'm saying we're going to do it on air. When we take a break to get the Skittles. Great. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I hope you weren't being sarcastic because uh, play a little bumper for him. Give him something special. you know. And then play his own bumper for him. Let him have some fun over there, right? Why not? Right? Beautiful. I know, sure. Um, all right, let me let me just go. Hundred. How can I help? How can you help? How you can help? Technology. Oh, forget it. <laughs> <laughs> Can't even read it, and it's and it's nice handwriting too. Um, I just want to know if I want to. I'll talk about that on the opening. Thank you, Michael. That was great, and and, and we're gonna play a game with your skittles tonight. <laughs> If, 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 I'm, if I may be so bold. Oh, wow. I'm sorry. Hey, Rosemary, don't be jealous. Hello? Oh, is it Rosemary? Yeah. Hi, Rosemary. I love you. Uh, okay. I love you. I'm not on the air with John in front of me. It's uncomfortable. 
Okay, I'm not editing this out because I want the audience to hear the real show. Okay, John. Stop it. Rosemary. 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 I, can I be honest to you, George Carlin, and you're going to know I mean it? Because I love it. We'll break it. We'll go right back to it. It's his mom. <laughs> is, is, this unco- is this funny for you? Or are you nervous she'll listen and being like, well, no, because let me tell you something. I wouldn't mind. Let's say you're like, I know we do all these absurd bits, and I know it's stupid, but yet there's a part of me going, if my mom listens, how does it end up happening? Because I'll tell you why. Inevitably in everybody is a little kid. And it feels like that's why when you're at the age, like when you're 13 and you learn, you can go, hey, your mom. That's where that all comes right. from. That Like these authoritative people. Now you are with your friends. Am I right? Isn't that where that comes from? Like, you know, uh, hey, I, I fucked your mother. Like, Remember when you start doing those jokes? It's because it's so like you can't believe you can do it. Am I, am I making any sense? Yeah, I, so I it's like it, totally. And for a lack of a better word, it's just a good old-fashioned, you feel like it's naughty. And you're doing a show. It's in a fort. But then I think it's his mom. So, But I wouldn't mind if you said, be honest with me, if you were like, I, I, she might listen, but I don't want to be the guy who goes, can you not do those jokes anymore? Because she might listen. Or do you go, oh, I don't give a shit. She'll get it. And, and is it going to be okay? No. It's not going to be okay. <laughs> oh, you're kidding. She'll be okay. What do you think she's doing right now? While she listens to the show? I'm awake. Oh, well, she's awake. <laughs> <laughs> we go right back to it. Um, I'll be home. At, I'll, I'll, I'll see you later. Okay. I love you. I can't. Let's talk. What? what? I will talk when I get home. What's I'm looking, the problem? I'm looking. <laughs> the problem is that you will not call me in front. Look, people listen. Why'd you answer? <laughs> Aristotle answered because he felt, honestly. What? You called like 45 times in a row. What? Did you? Yeah. Who cares? Oh, my God. What? I love you. I love you. I love you, too. All right, so bye. Bye, but I love you. All right, I did say it. Say it again. Scream up. I, oh, Scream up. I love Yell you. Yell it off I love mic. You. I love Yell you. it off mic. I love you. Yell it off mic. Yell it off mic. I love you. Okay. All right, I'll see you at 10 o'clock. Make it 9. <laughs> okay, I can't make it 9 because well, I, we do the show. Well, right. well, cancel the show. Sounds like a good oh compromise. Aristotle. <laughs> Let me call yeah, you. That's ba- fine. Oh God, can I tell you? Even in this bit, I'm getting anxiety. Just thinking of her bothering me. <laughs> you know, in picture we start dating, everything's going great, and then that's what would happen. That's what people do to each other. Yeah. No, not in healthy relationships. You know, when you, everybody's perception is their reality. Right. It's a, it's a, of course, it's a no, no, no shit type of phrase, but when you hear it like that. So that's why when you hear people talking, you go, oh, that's your reality. So that's what you created. Like, you know, all girls today do this. Yeah, in your world. Yeah. Because you're, cause you're not, oh, when you're dumb like that, you're not going to meet the women that, uh, that are the ones that don't do the behavior that you're talking about. Right. All, you know, or all men do this, or anybody does this, or it's because, oh, in your world that you've created. Right. So that's why I was going to say that's what it's like in a relationship. But I was in a relationship. That went to being that way. Two people that are jealous of each other. They don't know how to deal with it. They never learned how to deal with jealousy. Uh-huh. And then you, we went to couples counseling. And can I tell you something? I say this every time. I get it. A lot of people, they see people that are in counseling. Me too. And you go, God, they've been in there for five years. Good for them for going. That does not come off the table. But you do start affectionately going from a loving place. Like, what are they doing? More often than not. 
But what gives me, you know, a lot of uh, faith in that type of work, I see people that have gone and changed miraculously. Yeah. And when I and I never really included myself when I said this last week, but I thought about it. We did. We learned like some really basic skills of arguing. Because I once said, I know you're not supposed to argue. She goes, Oh no, people argue. There's just some skills. We don't have to hide the word yeah. argue. We don't have to go, you know, conversation. No, things can. But there's some rules and there's some things. And some of them you think are bullshit. And then when you apply them, you're like, fuck. That really does make a difference. And yeah. timeouts, yeah. even with couples. Yeah. I think therapy is great for one person or two. Have you been into it ever? I I go to therapy. Weirdo. Just me. No, I'm sorry. I overreacted. Oh my God. No, I know, and that wasn't very nice. I thought this was a safe I space. I did too, and that's why I feel bad. I feel bad. I feel that that was judgmental of you. Cuckoo. Of me. Of you to, to not let me be judgmental of you. <laughs> I want to go back to it. So you have been to couples counseling? No, not couples counseling. Not couples, but just, but, just but, regular. Yeah. I I would love to go to couples counseling. Hey, it, you know um. It's, it never hurts to uh, learn how to, you know, constantly uh, help your communication skills. Yeah. That, that's never, wait, hey, when do you have too many communication skills? Because that's what you're basically saying. Even if your problems aren't rooted into when you were little, and sometimes they are too. I'm not negating that. I'm just saying sometimes they might not be negated into long, into problems that have, you have to go way back and clean some things up. Sometimes that happens. Sometimes it doesn't. They're topical things that you just, maybe you don't have great, like we said, communication skills and you don't know, you know, boundaries and but once you learn that, we made complete turnaround and did progress with that. Like, to where it got not better, but awesome. Yeah. No, like, when I was on the road, he, he understood. He? Whoa. No. What? No. You guys. Oh, uh, my God. No, I thought. No, I didn't mean. And this was, like, your no, friend? No. Like, your best friend? No, what? no you Do guys aren't. you mean aren't, your friend? You guys aren't listening. Did you mean, like, your no, best but, friend No, not like. Say she. What? Best? How could you? Uh, I, no, Simon, you're not listening. Oh, I, I, I'm not going to listen anymore. I, uh, are you, what are you talking about? Uh, no, but Aristotle, here? everybody, please listen. I'm picking listen. up my phone, and I'm unsubscribing from JJ, this podcast. JJ, you were always my friend. You, 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 but, Duncan, you, you, you understand? Wait, did you forget the S at the beginning of that? No, but, 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 Eric, uh, I understand you said the wrong thing, right? Uh, but John Brand Wagner. I don't get what you're saying. No, but, oh, uh, but I, uh, but, uh, no, I. Uh, it sounds like the therapy didn't work. <laughs> is that is that Rosemary on the phone? What is this I'm hearing? No, 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 no. <laughs> oh please! Oh stop! It's not your fault. <laughs> That's why Rosemary. You can I tell you what you're doing? Is that why you make me wear a tuxedo? So within the relation. <laughs> oh my God! I'm gonna call this a. Um, we're going to phrase it on the show because it's the, 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 it's the gold key standard to returning to a bit that has nothing to do with interrupting it with meaning caring about it. And Henry Phillips is great at that. We will literally do a bit that is like eight minutes long. And when we're done it, Henry goes, so this girl, she's like, you know, downstairs. So I walk down. Uh, so I'll do the same. So 
Yeah, just to learn that uh, I was going to be doing comedy for a long time and that, uh, that we were going to be together for a long time. And uh, that, that, that you can't judge it week by week. Sometimes, I, you know, look at the positive is what it turned into. Like, sometimes, yes, he might be on the road and that sucks. But how about when he's home for a month and a half and can yeah. be in a, you know, be in a, in a pretty silly mood? Like, you know, like not like people that maybe somebody else that has a, a more traditional job that might have dealt with, you know, right. there's the good parts. Well, you know what I'm trying to mirror is what Tom Wilson once told his daughter about his non-traditional job. And, and through couples counseling, not couples counseling, through family therapy, basically learned to say not to try to write it off if it's, oh, it's not. a No, that does stink that daddy can't make it to your school play. But you know what? Like, think about maybe some days when you can come home from school and that is, you know, laying on the floor and willing to roughhouse and play and right. be silly with you. You know what I mean? Other dads can't be there. Like, right. you know, like his kids would go. So there's, you know, there's the good and the bad. Yeah. That, I'm a little choppy in the way I'm telling you. No, I, 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 you know what I mean? Yeah. Definitely. Other dads aren't, can't be, you know, be there like a, you know, like the way. He, uh, fuck it. Right. I'm sick of Tom Wilson ignoring his children. <laughs> no, that's what I really wanted to talk about. So therapy doesn't work. It doesn't. No. Uh, so anyway, I got a little sidetracked, but I, uh, you're, everybody's great. Everybody? Everybody has goodness in them. Uh-huh. There's, there's no one, if you didn't learn their story, that you couldn't learn to love. Somebody the devil. Said. Why do they have to be stupid? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I make John Brown. Oh, you know what John Brown Wagner laughs at? I, I realized, but you love, because so do I. Uh, absurd, unnecessarily meanness. <laughs> Absurd. Sometimes when I do it in the audience and they don't laugh, I go, so you just took that for face value? (laughs) Because what I said was either so absurdly, like, you have to know that there's no fucking way. You don't know me as as a, there's a lot you don't know about me as an audience. But for that bit to be funny, you have to know, I probably have earned the right through my comedy that it says I wouldn't talk to another human being like that. Are there gray areas? Can he be short? But what I'm asking for an audience to laugh at that joke, and I tell the audience this, and that's a good thing to yell at them like this. I go, what I needed you to know as an audience, you don't know everything about me. You don't know if I'd have cheated on my taxes, but, but you know to laugh at that joke, the reason that 10 people cackled at that joke, because they're the 10 people in this audience that go, he wouldn't talk to a human being that way. Or when I break a bottle over someone's head that's a fake prop bottle, I always wonder, there's a few people in the audience, really? yeah, it's a real prop bottle, react to it that way. <laughs> There's a chance. You never know. There's a chance. And I think there is. We agreed after doing that pro- uh, the prop bottle bit for a long time. I stopped doing it on the road because of 20% of the audience that was – because I do have to sell it good, and I sell it fucking good. Yeah. I go, no, 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 no. I'm not the bad guy. And yet fucking hurt. Yet fucking hurt. Next time, order the prop bottles. <laughs> That's how you teach them. Next time – and then the person's there just like not – just like – they got a close-up of Duncan doing it on the special. And even though on the first sh- shoot you thought you overreacted a little or you weren't perfect on camera, it looks well, fucking perfect. Well, because I was getting yelled at. <laughs> it really I was, hurt, though, didn't it? I did. I did. did it really hurts, doesn't it? It hurts for bit. two seconds. Yeah, very little. Like, it's minuscule, but yeah, you notice it. Yeah, you notice it. Here's the way I put it. Just when you're ready, it hurts. You think, wow, it's gone. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's very quick. But it's, it's like, boom, boom, it's gone. It I've had it. I've, I've let... Of course, I've done it, you know, had it done myself. I was going to say, it hurts more than not getting <laughs> Well, of course. Is it all mental? Everything does. What? Is it mental? Like, you're... you're no, you feel it. There's some impact. You feel it, but it's also like you're anticipating yes. a lot more pain. Some of it's that. And I think that's what the audience has. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice people. Did you, you shot your special? New special? Yes, yeah, I did. Cool. I did, and I'm happy with the way it's turning out. Can I tell you, you know... A lot of times, there's a lot of complaining, you know, like things you want, and you right, know, right. you catch yourself. I, I'm overwhelmingly try to be a pretty positive person, but uh, 
So, or something doesn't turn out the way you want it, you do a pilot and right afterwards or whatever, you put your a video or, you know, so whatever you want to do that you put a little time into. Yeah. And it doesn't turn out the way you want it sometimes. And you know right away and it's okay. And then I figure when it happens perfectly, talk about that too. Because that's the way this thing's unfolding. This is my, uh, this hour, um, Jeff Rowe, which by the way, his name is Jeff Rowe. What's the name of his production company? Outlaw Laboratories. And they do a lot, they do a lot of stuff. This was like sort of a, I guess you could say passion project. He wanted to do something. He, does, he you know, and, and he did a amazing, I was going to say fucking amazing job because it's fucking amazing. On, I wanted to do this for 12 years. I've been thinking about, I wanted to do a ridiculously intimate evening, but have it look plush and cool. And he did everything right. That's they shot awesome. it at the lyric. They dressed the room right. Had a band. It was. It was. Um, That's so cool. And it looked great. And and everything he did was perfect. Now That's we're awesome. editing it, and he continues to impress me. That's awesome. Yeah, Jeff. His name is Jeff Rowe. But Outlaw I, Labs on Twitter, if you want to follow him. But whenever I say his name into my phone, it sounds like I'm saying, "Call Jeff Rowe." Like, <laughs> Jeff Rowe. Know, like, <laughs> he should have named his production company Pro. Pro P- Jeff Rowe. P dash Rowe. Pro. Pro, pro Jeffro? Pro production. Pro Jeff. Nice. Jeffro Pro. Jeffro Pro? Jeffro Pro? Meow. Meow, meow. Okay. Uh, that's professional. What time is it? That's professional. That's professional. Fuck. Um, Todd, I've got. Uh, 7.54. What? 7.54. What do you have? Well, I've been, you know, writing jokes and I wanted to uh, see what you thought. Well, can I tell you what might help them? Uh, I, I can give you these before we do your jokes. I, I'm, I'm being honest with you. Play Wayne Newton did a joke, and then he has the, he sings a song right afterwards. So maybe this could be something because you can actually play the guitar, and then we want you to maybe do it for us. Or you could take this a different direction. Let me play this for you. It's like literally 25 seconds, and it's Wayne Newton. He tells a joke, and then he starts singing the song. It's a cheat. You cheat people into. Of course, they're going to applaud. Right. But your joke doesn't have to go over that well because then. But so if you have any good thoughts or jokes that that are good and then you do it so let's hear Wayne Newton do it first and by the way it's so it's such a cheesy but slick move I love it you know not so difficult not so complicated of course it's always simpler when you're not working (laughs) I once said it is easy to be humble when you're a success the trick is to be arrogant when you're a flop (laughs) (laughs) when it's one for the money two for the show three to get ready now go get go see he does that let's play it again let's play it again with the audacity the audacity to leave that joke lay out there and then do a, a great song. You yeah. know what I mean? Let's hear it again. It's okay. Then, you know, not so difficult, not so complicated. Of course, it's always simpler when you're not working. <laughs> I once said it is easy to be humble when you're a success. The trick is to be arrogant when you're a flop. <laughs> <laughs> when it's one for the money, two for the show. Let's play it again. Let's see how tight we can get it and find a perfect spot. It's all right. Oh, look at him over there like a jeweler. All-time favorite music, ladies and gentlemen. I went further back. We'll take a break, and we'll do it, and we'll do it again later. So, um, okay, so now uh, you have some jokes. I've written these jokes. I don't know if they're good. Well, you have a guitar, so you could do that, what Wayne Newton just did if you wanted. Well, I just want some feedback from you. Okay, sure. Okay, are you ready? Can you do it without the guitar and then with the guitar, and I'll tell you which way I like better? Sure, yeah. So you'll just go, I want for the money, and just that's all you have uh-huh. to know. Okay. Yeah. I know I'm probably ruining your bit here. But we'll are you ready? Yes, yeah, sure. This is my first joke. Okay. I don't know if it's I not, like it's, it. It's not going to be mean-spirited to any group of people? No. Okay. Hey, uh, the different, hey, wh- you know, I noticed four people back into parking spots. Do what? 
uh, poor people back into parking spots. <laughs> well, <laughs> and then I also wrote here. Can you? Here, can you? Can you uh, poor can people. You? Uh, they put dish soap uh, on the top of a sink. Okay, now here's what I want you to do. Hey, you ever go into a bathroom? It's not quiet. Listen, here's I wish what it I, were loud. Okay, can you get your I guitar? I wish it were loud. Can you get your guitar? In the bathroom. Up? Hold on. And it's right next to the kitchen. All right, hold on. Hey, what? Uh, you hold know, on. you. Hold people... on. I, I, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's really take a second. We're going to take a break and find that and isolate that. Can we do that, or is that going to be too hard to do? Oh, uh, would that take a while? Where is it at now? Let me hear where it's at now. You know, not so difficult, not so complicated. Of course, it's always simpler when you're not working. I once said it is easy I'll to tell be you humble when, when you're a success. The trick is to be arrogant when you're a flop. Pause it. Now, do one of my jokes again, and I think with what? this, it makes it better. Oh, well, it seemed like one of my jokes. Oh, you didn't? You really thought I wanted to come in eight miles away and sit there with a fucking board out of our goddamn's mind? You don't think the part where it was good was two seconds before he did it? And now I tell you, you know when I'm nice to you? That you mean that, 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 that I'm not bullshitting you. I gave you a little bit of, uh, what do you say, uh, uh, kibitz with you a little bit? That's not such a bad thing. Okay, so you ready now? Go ahead. Let me hear that one of your bits again. Um, I, I had a party, and these people came early, and I said, hey, or they said, do you want anything? And I said, leave. <laughs> when it's small, fall the money. Yeah, what's well, funny? Can you pull your guitar out? Yeah. I want to try it. Uh, can I have your book of your jokes? Uh, there's nothing written. I down. know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I could tell by he couldn't remember them right. <laughs> I thought, look at him. He probably went home and did some research. He pulled up some YouTube clips, and then you know, what are you, what are you doing? Look at that. Can you put some reverb in my voice and put some reverb in? Um, what's your name, Chris? Chris, thank you. Chris, how's your, how's... Cassie? How is Cassie? She's great. Does she listen to the show? No. Cassie. Hi, Cassie. I heard you listen to the show. Just send her right to this part here. Yeah. Go, we wrote it. Oh, Cassie. Oh, Cassie. Oh, Cassie. Oh, Cassie. All right, here we go. Maybe don't send her. Yeah, maybe, 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 maybe you know, let her do her thing. Do you have right, a dog? Well, don't read my. Uh, no, I'm not my reading. Precious you. notes. Do you, do you have a dog? No. Do you, do you have no. a cat? No. Well, why? Why? Well, she told me that she's upset because you won't let her have a cat. It's, she said it's an old-fashioned relationship. <laughs> Isn't that funny that that sounds? Oh, my husband won't let me have a cat. Well, tell him to go fuck himself. She won't let won't me let have a you. cat. Well, she's, she's allergic. Well, that's a good reason. Thank you. <laughs> Jesus, not just because you. What about a dog? Oh, no. She's not she knows I'll kill it. Why would no, not on purpose? It. No, hopefully not at all. Well, <laughs> I want for the money. Ten <laughs> for the show. <laughs> okay, here we go. Here we go. Do it. Do it. I want for the money. Try a little. What? Okay, here we go. Ready? I did it. Why? My reverb. I don't even know how to play that song, and it just it, magically actually, played it. Can I tell you, to George Carlin, you, you got the essence of the song. It was fine, but uh, why would a bird? Why would a bird live in a? Why would a bird? Why would a bird live in a shitty neighborhood? That's one for the money, two for the show. Three to get a good People come over your house. They show up an hour early. What can we do to help? I say leave. That's one for the money. Stop it! Don't do the yell part. Just go the. I want for the money. People come over your house an hour early. 
They say, what can we do to help? I say, fucking leave. Ah! I knew you were going to listen. I knew it. Uh, Hold on, we have some. Actually, we have some. Do you have any? Oh, by the way, my mom sent me this, and they're Jewish. Do do, do, do you have any? uh, It's a rectum. Damn near killed him. That's one for the money. Two for the show. Hold on. Uh, Let's put some reverb in all our mics. Hello? Hello? Two, three. Duncan, you want to take that mic over there for this bit or share it? And don't do the, the yelling part. Is, it'll be too loud for me. Because i got to listen to the show. Well, no, not that part. Too. Just, I won't, I'm telling you, when you hear it, you'll be like, he was fucking right. The, the bit is like, I won't fall the money. Too far. So anyway, I will point out, though, if you can take the reverb out, all these jokes, this is, has a lot to do. I really do think, to George Carlin, this says something. Um, because you hear this a lot. You know, good comedy uh, it can be uh, of, uh, of have a, uh, it can happen to be, or there's no curse words in it or no sexual... Uh, talk or anything like that. Does dirty? I hate to say dirty because you know I get. I, if I'm going to say dirty, it'll mean just maybe saying fuck to say fuck or we're, But just because you happen to talk about sex in your act, hopefully you're not calling that dirty. So good comedy is good. Sometimes it's sometimes bad comedy. Clean comedy can suck too. <laughs> but, you know, it just depends if those clean tricks hurt your ears as much as for some people it doesn't hurt their ears as much. For me, bad comedy hurts my ears even if it's clean. Just good comedy is good, and, and, and uh, that's the, 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 it's hard to be brilliant when you do comedy, whether it be of a blue subject matter or whether it be of someone like Brian Regan. Brian Regan is not a clean comedian. That wasn't his goal. He just happens to not deal with some of those things. He's funny first. Uh, we know comedians that become clean first, and they're called shitty comedians. <laughs> you know, they do uh, shows at the, where I don't want to, you know. But anyway, yeah. but this is often so often said they give it a little extra badge of honor. And this thing my mom sent me, of course, she didn't know it would throw me into this opinion. I mean, I didn't tell her this. I just said, you yeah, know, some of those jokes are funny. But it says, and all these comedians, they list all these comedians and they never uttered a curse word. Oh, she's. No, no, she's not like that. She doesn't give a shit. She just didn't even know it said that. She just sent them to me because she, yeah, she thought some of them were funny. She's on the phone right now. (laughs) No, she's not. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So anyway, sure. Uh, But uh, so, uh, but I noticed they don't mind being a lot of these jokes. They don't mind being sexist. And that's true a lot if you if you go look on a video where it says clean comedian tour. A lot of it will they oh you don't mind being racist or sexist. It's just you don't say fuck unnecessarily. So it's like uh, I took my mother-in-law on a on a on a where are they? Hold on. How? Hold on. I want to find them. I don't want to be in a hurry. Oh, there was not a single swear word in in any of their there were not a single swear word in any of their jokes. I just got back from a pleasure trip. I took my mother-in-law to the airport. I've been in love with the same woman for 49 years. I hope my wife never finds out. So she said, it's okay to let him in. It's just a blind man. And he said, nice tits. Where you want the blinds? Wild for the money, two for the show, three to get going now, go, 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 go. All right, is this too loud for everybody at home? <laughs> I'm having a good time. Wait for them to answer. Doctor. He said, oh, you have to make them seem conversational. That's what I'm not doing right. You have to be like you're on stage performing. And the bands, you hear the, you hear the drums in the background. 
you know, and the guy's just messing around, and then that's what it is. Give me a little bit of band. Even when the guy's not playing, you know, the band's still got some noise going on in the background. They're getting ready. I hope you're all having a good time tonight. Point out this gentleman over here in the first row. He has fake legs, but real feet. Well, all morning, for the show. Let me try singing it. A one for the money. Well, you gotta do it well, so I know. A one for the money. Well. What? You gotta say well. Well, it's one for the money, two for the show. I'm three to get going now. Well, there we go. Um. That's anyway, I, I always uh, if I had if I had if I owned a fan company, I'd put on the fan <laughs> so loud no one will hear you shit. Well, it's one for the money, two for the show, three to get going now, go, can't go, but don't you? God, we could do anybody's jokes. It doesn't matter. Your like, white rice is good if you're hungry and you want 2000 or something. Well, it's one for the money, two for the show. Yeah, like, why can't someone write a, a performer, like, buy great jokes from great comedians? What if you, like, we're just doing Elvis because it's iconic, but let, let's say whatever it was... Why couldn't you have a great joke like that? You know, but I think he did think he bought a good joke. Who? Wayne Newton. He did? <laughs> well, Ugh. why would he tell that joke in front of hundreds of people if he didn't think it was good? Yeah, he'll literally do that. Wayne Newton will be like these jokes. He goes, uh, what was the other one he told? He goes, uh, happiness is waking up and seeing your wife on a milk container carton. Well, it's one for the money, two for the show, three to get going now. Go, 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 go. Say that? Yes, don't. Well, back then there was a lot. That's why. Look, I'm always going to say it because it because it is the way it needs to be heard. Racism and sexism and all that stuff. When it's being delivered in the current, it never seems that bad. Then years later, you're like, did they? Because those jokes were not as egregious to some people knew it, but they seem like oh, they're just silly jokes. But now when I look back on any of it, like you know, um, all the jokes about you know my uh, how do you make a woman come? You know who gives a shit? Like that was a joke that people told. Like <laughs> well, one for the money. Two for- Imagine that seeing a performer do that. How do you make a woman come? Who gives a fuck? Well, one for the money. My point is, I, I, I'm, I'm, I don't want to be like the old days where I had a point. Uh, I do have a point. If I keep it short, it's that when you read through these jokes, there's a lot of them like that where you're like, right. wow, they certainly, you know. You're like, and, it, and it wasn't a big deal then. I could tell back then I could read some of these. Now they'd be like, it was just a joke. You know, what's, uh, I, I built a kitchen. It was, uh, you know, I built the perfect house for a Jewish woman. No kitchen. Like, yeah, you know why? But you, probably those stories came from a woman that didn't feel like cooking. So you thought she was uh, uh, fucking had a problem. Why don't you cook yourself, you fucking dumb fuck? Well, well, one for the money, two for the show, three to get going now, go, get going. Yeah, why can't it be someone saying something smart and then going for that? Yeah. I'll tell you what. Uh, the Jewish people, all they want to know is uh, why they can't get along with other countries. Jewish people can't respect their own people. When Jewish people learn how to respect the women in the Jewish community, then maybe they can work on the outer communities. Well, one for the money, two. For the show, three to get going now, go, get go, but don't you? Wow. <laughs> this I is, like that. This is too much fun. No, I just love being able to do it. It's just a perfect amount of fun. Thank you. Do I look like Fred Flintstone and Mel Gibson had a baby? Well, well. one for the money, two for the show, three to get going now, go, get go, but don't you?
No, a thin pig. Well, well one for the money. It's, and you know what it is? You got to be mid-song. It's like you're not fucking around. Like, what was the other one? You can, it's, it can be like this. You can stomp me down. It's anything. It's like, um, hold on, hold on. Uh, uh, let me think of another joke. I can never think of jokes. Uh, you know, a duck's opinion... <laughs> not a good thing. A duck's opinion of you is pretty much based on... Uh, oh, wait. I, I know, but I wanted to know... Well... well you can, oh, here's what it is. A duck's opinion of you is pretty much based on whether you have bread or not. You can knock me down. Start right there. It's just... It, it's bread. Oh, Ready? keep going. Yeah, because no, just... No, no, you don't keep going. You just keep doing that over and over. Because that's a good place to come in. Like, if you were going to do a, a... Like, a 60 seconds of that song in your act every night, and then you're going to take a joke and follow it, that's another good place right. to come in, you know? Yeah. Just write it. You can... Not, you're not fucking around. It's like, blah, yeah. um, uh, blah, 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 punchline. You can knock me down, step on my face, slander my name all over the place. You can do anything... Can you do a joke for me, and then I'll do the guy singing? Because because uh, that's the part I like to do. So let me borrow his notebook here. Uh, yeah, let me get. Oh, let me borrow. Do you mind if I read one of these out of your? Go for it. Sure. Uh, why don't? Oh boy, why do I love playing with pussy so much? Oh come on! You can knock me down, step on my face, slander my name. Is that the type of show I do? What do you have, people? You said when I'm having fun, you're having fun. This is one of those times, so. I hope you're you're staying true to your word. <laughs> well, I was... if you're not having fun and you think you're hiding it from me, well, I can't tell Todd that there are some times when we're not having fun. But I do George Carr, and I'm going to go. If you're if I'm doing it and it's ridiculous, then you're at home and you're okay too. So we're all right. Can you can you do me a favor though? And I'm not joking around. Can you lower the lights in your house for the fuck's sake? You can knock me down, slip on my face. I slander my sleepy all over my sloppy. I baby my bobby. I smoothie my booby. I baby and a bobby. That's good. <laughs> Eric, do you have anything? Uh, why do Jewish divorces cost so much? Because they're worth it. You can knock me down, step on my face. I slander my name all over the place. You can do anything that you want to do, but you boop my bobby and a booby smoothie booby. A friend of mine, you know, everyone talks about how bad 9-11 was. Everybody, no, that's true. Everybody talks about how bad that's 9-11. That's true, everybody which, does Which, by the way, know, I've mostly heard good things. But you know what? <laughs> <laughs> you can knock me down, step on my face, a slander my name all over the place. <laughs> no, but you know what? Everyone, talks, they, everyone does talk about how bad 9-11 was. But you know what? 9-10 wasn't that bad either. No. Wasn't that great either? <laughs> ah, shit. You can knock me down, step on my face. I slander my name all over the place. You can do anything. You know, everyone talks about how bad 9-11 was, which it was. But you know what? 9-10 wasn't that great either. You can knock me down, step on my face. Slander my name all over the place. Wow. Is Kmart trying to go to business? I mean, Kmart, all they have to do, Kmart, is go, why don't we just copy what Target does? You can knock me down, step on my face, a slander my name. I've never seen a new 7-Eleven. I've never seen a new 7-Eleven. Can I have reverb, please? What do they do? Do they build new 7-Elevens from old 7-Elevens? You can knock me down, step on my face, a slander my name. I don't sing it right, I know. No, you're doing great. No, I'm not. Come on, you're doing good. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. What part am I doing great? <laughs> you can knock, how the words? You can knock me down, step on my face. Is that right? Shit. 
You can sh- Is it really? Yeah. Yeah, you're a good help. You're a good teacher. Come on. You can knock me down, shit on my face, slander my name all over. Is that- now, you're right. That does sound more real. I'm the dumb friend of yours. <laughs> you know what? You're right. Um, I went to a Kmart once. I walked in. I said, uh, do you have that air freshener that smells like dog shit and camphor balls? <laughs> Knock me down, step on my face, I'll stand on my name all over the place. All right, all right, all right, all right, I'm done, I'm done, I'm sorry. I'm having a nervous breakdown called 9-11. You mean 9-1-1? 9-1-1. I don't want to make like a joke now that I think that's a funny uh, thing to talk about. But I do think that joke's funny, I stand, because it's so absurd. Everyone talks about how bad 9-11 is, but nobody talks, you know, 9-10 wasn't that great either. Knock me down, slant on my hoop, a bob that booby on a oobity boo. I think I found a good song that I can do badly, but uh, be, be okay with doing. How do you like my... Okay, everything's fine. What time is it? 8.15. Guess what we have to do? Yeah. I'm glad. I'm so professional. <laughs> so uh, we're going to lose JJ. We're going to lose JJ. We want JJ to stay, but he's leaving. Boo. We want JJ to stay, but he's leaving. Boo. We want JJ to stay, but he's leaving. Boo. We want JJ to stay, but he's leaving. Boo. We want JJ to stay, but he's leaving. Boo. We want JJ to stay, but he's leaving. Boo. We want JJ to stay, but he's leaving. Boo. So here's what we're going to do. We'll probably do this twice, and we'll leave them both in, Um, because we're going to lose J.J. here in a second. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Wow, I can't can't wait to eat some of those vegetarian uh, uh, chicken wings that I bought. They're vegetarian because Aristotle's a vegan, and Eric is a vegetarian, so I try to buy things that that we can eat. That's I smell a sitcom. Well, one for the money, the two for the show. We have to find his uh, little song I want to play when we come back from the break. Um, everybody, I want to say that we're, we're going to take a break. This is going to be a two-parter, this show. Are you okay to stick around for a little while? Yeah. But here's what I wanted to say. Before, we'll, we'll go to break doing this. Um, let me take a deep breath. Everything's, everything's great. You're great. You're lovely. You're thank special. You. You're thank kind. You. Thank you. You, you. And I mean it towards everybody in this room, including thank you. Thank you. Uh, you're welcome. You're welcome. I, I, you know what? I will say it that, that uh, I don't know. I say I don't get depressed. I'm not saying that out of uh, that. I don't think that exists. I'm just saying it. That, uh, Ooh, I don't <laughs> get depressed. Look at me. I'm wow. I have a healthy oh, mental attitude. Nothing wrong. Oh, I'm in tip-top oh, mental oh, health. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Okay, so I, I do want to say one thing. Making it, can you? Can we get a little? Uh, he's just going to say hello right now, real quick, and then I'm going to tell you what you're going to do. Um, what we're going to do? Oh, can, can we get a little intro music for Johnny Colorado? You remember this song? That, that. Oh, guess what? Guess how much we love that song. Here we go, Johnny's intro music. Now it's now it's JJ. And then you.
Hello, okay. everyone. Okay, so he's going to be making an appearance tonight. Johnny Colorado is here. Johnny, you look great. Oh, thank you, Todd. You look good, too. Now, you look so refreshed. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I went on a little retreat for the New Year's. Wow, good for you, because we're going to do yoga in the in the new sh- in the, the second part of the show. But I do want to say goodbye to you for a second, and we're going to bring we're, you're going to come back as soon as JJ leaves. Definitely, I'll see you. And, and by the way, good seeing you as always. Hey, by the way, what did you say about JJ when you called me on the phone when you listened to the show about his trumpet playing? How much you loved it? Oh yeah, it's the greatest thing ever. It keeps me in business. Well, you're touring together, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You and you do you come out? Explain now, real quick. Well, you know, we'll do it on the late late part of the show. Okay. You do the intros, the outros, and JJ plays for an hour and a half now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We extended the show. Um, it's, it's the director's cut. Wow. So an hour and a half, and then you do the, ladies and gentlemen, you do the intros and the outros. Oh, yeah. Would you like to see an example of it? Just well, the they do have to get go- Well, yeah, a little bit. I don't mind. Yeah, I don't we'll know. do the intro. We'll okay, the intro. so here we go. Like, uh, JJ, please welcome... <laughs> everyone to the Johnny Colorado and JJ show. Okay, now you and then you come out he's he's uh, yeah, shaking people's hands. And then you do what? And then you then you then JJ plays yeah. for an hour and a half? JJ plays for about 90 minutes give or take. And then, and then what happens? happens? Well, and then, then I come back out and, and they go, "Ladies and gentlemen, back to the stage, Johnny Colorado." Wow, and then you ask for an out, a round of applause or something? Let's give it up everyone. Wow. Well, that's got to be a Thank great show. Thank you for show. coming to the Johnny Colorado and JJ Show. I hope you enjoyed the evening. I've been your host, Johnny Colorado. As always, JJ's been on the trumpet. Thank Have you. a great night. So we're going to talk to you in a little bit. <laughs> so we got an email, and this is what we're going to close on. Uh, uh, we're going to take a break on. So we got an email from someone that's going to... Which I never thought of this song. To George Carlin, this is true. Um, and... Uh, I thought that uh, I like you just the way you are. Is that the song we're going to no, do? It's you I like. It's you I like. I'm sorry. It's you I like. And I thought, uh, I never thought about it playing as a wedding song. And it really does work as a wedding song. Uh, it's really beautiful as a wedding song. So yeah. I thought, well, JJ's going to be in here and you're going to be in here. Why don't I marry it? Well, you know. <laughs> well, one for the money, two for the show, three to get going now. Go, can't go, but don't you. Double my blues with shoes. You can do anything but all my blues with shoes. You can knock me out. Well, there's no reverb in my voice. I sound horrible. No. No. Well, listen to it with reverb. You can knock me down, step on my face. I slander my name all over the place. Okay. So I don't want to. I'm going to take the reverb out. So anyway, I thought it was a great wedding song, and I thought JJ's going to be here today. Maybe we'll do it twice. You know, because someone is going to dance to this song at their wedding. I love it. I love that they're going to do it. I never thought of it being a wedding song. And uh, it's a very appropriate, and it's sweet. And I love that, uh, that they are going to dance to this song on their wedding. And they heard your version of it, which you, we end every show with. And got some pretty cool emails. Like, you know, that's why I thought, let's put, let's put a, little, you know, a little extra icing on it, you know. Yeah. But uh, we play that song that you did every single show. It ends every yeah. single show. It's a great song. It really is. All yeah. the songs are great. You know, when you're little, you hear them. But then if you really break them down, there had to be someone that has taken his songs and put orchestra to them. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So anytime you take his songs and you could have the, the, you know, be able to just put a little slant on them, you hope you just do them uh, justice. And I thought you did. I thought you did. So, so we'll do this like twice. You know, maybe we'll do it twice. Maybe we'll do it once. Whatever you guys want to do, maybe we'll leave one in. Maybe we'll, yeah, we'll, maybe we'll leave them both in. Let, here, let people see how the first take and the second take was. There's no take. 
There's no takes. I say it. I try to fix it. All right. So uh, can you put a little? I do want a little reverb in his voice. Move the mic closer to you. And you really and JJ, you'll really play into there. Let me move the mic a little closer to you. Okay. Well, yeah. I'll and JJ's fine. I'm talking about uh, Chris Farron. Okay. Now I'm going to take my headsets off. Can we put it through the room? His guitar. I guess I'll take my headphones off. Too. It might be hard to hear. Well, I can hear the guitar. Oh, can you put his mic through too? Right. Yep. All right. God bless. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'll listen with my headphones on too. So oh, maybe I'll put mine on. Okay. Here we go. Can you reverb? Is there reverb in his voice? Hello. Oh, good. I like it. Not too much, but that's perfect. All right. Here we go. Remember, it's someone's wedding. Don't fuck it up. They're gonna play this part too. That's how they're gonna start. Maybe I should start the wedding for them. Hello, everybody. Maybe in case they'll use this. They could edit it out. I'm not going to be offended. Can you put a little reverb in? Everybody, we're really glad that you made it out tonight. This is Todd Glass. I know you don't know who I am, but they listen to my podcast, the Todd Glass Show, available on iTunes on the Nerdist Network. I, sorry, I have to give it a quick plug. We're very glad that you're here tonight. It is special because they're special. Let me tell you something. No one listens to my show unless they're special, and you know it. And now you're all here tonight. That means... I don't even have to be there, but I know that there's a lot of... Sp Can you lower the lights a little? Seriously, it is lower already? Because I picture it, because they listen to my podcast, that the room's really low-lit, and it's warm, and it's cozy. All their friends are gathered around, and uh, now they're going to have the... Uh, what do you call this dance? The um, first dance. And now they're going to have the first dance. A lovely song written by Mr. Rogers, and uh, a beautiful version by Chris Farron on guitar and J.J. Kirkpatrick on trumpet. It's you I like It's not the things you wear Not the way you do your hair But it's you I like The way you are right now The way down deep inside you not the things that hide you Not your toys They're just beside you But it's you I like Every part of you Your skin, your eyes, your feelings Whether old or new And I hope that you'll remember Even when you're feeling blue that it's you I like, it's you yourself, it's you, it's you, it's you I like. Dot com.